Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to The Ray Taylor Show, where I bring you reviews of the latest movies and TV shows, as well as classic and foreign films. I'm your host, Ray Taylor, and on this podcast, I'll be talking about all things film and television. Whether you're looking for a new show to binge or want to know if that blockbuster is worth the trip to the theater or just want to hear my thoughts on a classic or foreign film, I've got you covered. So join me every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for new episodes and let's dive into the world of film and television together. On this episode, I am talking about the horror film that came out this year, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. This is a movie that I had very, very low expectations for. This is a movie I first talked about and found out about on an episode of Swipe Up, a show that I used to do where I commented on current events. And I like the idea of taking this property, Winnie the Pooh, and turning it into a horror movie. Now, the look of the horror movie, I think I had seen a trailer at some point, looked horrible. So, but still wanted to watch it. Like, it's just so interesting. I had to watch it. This, by the way, written and directed by Rice Frake Waterfield, based on the characters by A.A. A. Milne. Uh, this movie stars uh, Nicola Leone, Craig David, or Craig David Dowsett, uh, among others. And uh, in this movie, after Christopher Robin abandons them for college, Pooh and Piglet embark on a bloody rampage as they search for, new, for a new source of food. Uh, like I said, I wanted this. I watched this so you don't have to. <laughs> I watched this movie so you don't have to watch this movie because it's not a movie I would recommend. Uh, this movie, I wasn't expecting much. I had a very low bar, and somehow this movie came in under those expectations. Uh, this is not a good movie. I would not recommend this movie unless, unless you are the type of person that likes the quote-unquote, it's so good, it's bad quality of films, which I could see laughing at this movie. There are baffling performances. The writing is horrible. There, the uh, everything, everything is not good with this. Um, but I liked the premise. This movie had the potential to be a lot of fun, even given the uh, bad aspects of this movie. It could, if just better writing, could have just better writing could have made this just way better with a low budget shitty costumes just uh, I, like i don't know but you know during this movie i was struggling to stay awake the writing is horrible the story is stupid the acting is bafflingly bad the character design is okay i guess the premise was interesting there are elements that i would that would have been great if they had been used in any other way. This movie feels like a lot was changed in some ways. Like maybe this movie was completely re-edited. I don't know. It, it, this movie is crazy. You know, and when I first saw this movie, 
was going to come out. I was excited, right? Take a classic childhood character, turn it into a horror, right? Make it dark. Everything else doesn't work. Just, just didn't work. This movie. So I do want to talk about spoilers, right? I mean, it's basically, I mean, it's, it's before spoilers, I guess. It's a dark Winnie the Pooh tale. How this starts technically has like this kind of storybook animation type of prologue to this movie where it's like Christopher Robin and all of the, the animals, which the animals in this are animal human hybrids. And so Christopher Robin could actually speak. These animals actually spoke English and they had conversation. They were friends with Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin goes to college and he was also their only source of food for some reason. So when he goes to college, they don't have any way to eat. So they start starving. And what happens? They start eating. They eat one of the characters. Right. And they vowed to 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 they disavowed their human sides and vowed never to speak again. That's kind of the prologue of this. And then it starts with Christopher Robin and his fiance going back to visit Pooh. So he can prove to her that his stories are real. And then there's also a group of girls going on vacation at a an Airbnb or whatever. Right? And of course, slasher film. So, you know. That's the basics of this movie. But I do want to get into spoilers. So, from here on out, spoilers. So you have these abominations in the woods, human-animal hybrids. He fed them, but when he left, they starved. And the, the one they ate was Eeyore, right? So, of course, we don't see Eeyore in this. But not only do we not see Eeyore, we don't see any of the animals, But, I mean, just even the, the intro of that, where it's like, this is what happened. This is the reality we're living in. There's these human-animal hybrids. These Christopher Robin left. They ate Eeyore, and they vowed to never speak again. And they, you know, are going to just eat people or whatever. And I'm with the movie so far, right? This interesting start, kind of crazy premise, but I'm with it. Then you have Christopher Robin returns with his fiance to show her there's actually talking animals. And their performances are not good right off the bat. The, like, it is crazy, but I'm still like, okay, whatever, bad acting in a low-budget horror movie. W whatever. There's, there's so many things that can make this interesting. Maybe there's funny moments. Do they lean into humor? Do, are there at least interesting kills? Right? I, I still have some hope. And then pretty quickly after that, they find Pooh's house, which the, the production design of Pooh's house, not horrible, kind of feels like a theme park in some ways. And they find it, they feel like something's not right, and they decide to hide when Winnie the Pooh comes home. And these... Adults, these 20-year-old adults, are now kind of acting like children, hiding from a monster. 
and like I said, Pooh's house, little village was kind of decent production design, right? Had looked like a theme park. Like if you went to a theme park, Winnie the Pooh, this would be like the Pooh house or whatever. And also there's, like I said, there's only two characters left. D no mention of what happened to any of them other than Eeyore. But was kind of going into this thought it was just going to be Winnie the Pooh didn't know Piglet was going to be in this as well but those are the only two it would have been if they were going to do characters really do it okay Eeyore how do you make a human donkey hybrid okay tough but like Tigger how are you not going to do with the like the second most iconic character I would say I think Tigger more so than Piglet don't get me wrong I like Piglet but Tigger, not there. Rabbit, you have the 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 kangaroo and the sun, and then the owl. None of those exist, and none of those are mentioned. They they're mentioned in the the prologue, and you see the grave space of Eeyore, but no mention of all the other ones or what happened to them. So, they're in this place. These 20-year-olds are acting like little children. Scared little children. And Piglet's got a crazy boar face now. And then Pooh looks like the poster. It looks, it's kind of weird. And they both, like, body shape-wise, they both kind of look like, like overweight, obese, redneck guys out in the woods. That's kind of what they look like with math. That's what they look like redneck guys with masks on, really. And Piglet chokes his fiance to death with the chain, one of his weapons. The chain and a sledgehammer, Piglet's main weapons. So he chokes her with a chain. And Chris Christopher just cries and begs Piglet to stop. Doesn't really try to stop him at all doesn't do anything to actually try and stop piglet from doing this is just like a little child begging and pleading please don't kill her piglet please please oh piglet and he's got like this ridiculous i don't know if he's british but his his accent seems like it doesn't help the the accent plus the way this guy is acting is just Please, Piglet, don't kill my fiance. Don't do it, Piglet, please. No, no, Piglet, no. Doesn't try and stop him, right? Then he's like crying and begging them for forgiveness. He just saw Piglet kill his fiance. He doesn't know what happened after he left to college, right? He's expecting to come back. He's like, oh, Christopher Robin's back. They kill his fiance. And his reaction is, I'm sorry I left you. It's as if he knows that they ate Eeyore and vowed to dis, dis, disavowed their human selves so much that they refuse to speak. He doesn't know any of that. But he's acting like he knows all of that. Begging for, for oh, please, please, poo. Please, Pooh, please forgive me. I didn't mean to leave you. I'm sorry. They killed your fiance, and you're like a little baby 
asking for forgiveness. I really hated both of them. I was hoping they would kill him. They killed her, which is fine. Didn't like her either. And I thought they killed Christopher, but they didn't. It's just like it's ridiculous seeing these these 20-year-olds acting like little children. And also not really understanding. Like, already the writing is confusing. So now there's this whole other group of people in this story. These girls on a girl's trip, right, with friends, getting a house, renting a house in the woods. Sure. Okay. On their way, they stop at a rent, like every Cabin in the Woods movie. Something they got to stop by. You know, either they need directions, they need gas. Stop by this random mechanic's garage, right? This woman goes into the garage and just starts looking around, like not even calling, like, hey, is anybody there? Just whatever. She finds one guy, and he tells her, like, no, we don't have gas, but he tells her where to go get gas. And she's like, oh, thank you, thank you. Like kind of just a nothing scene. Like he's maybe creepy, but not really. And as she leaves, she, like, runs into, like, literally bumps into two other random people that I don't think we see ever again. I don't know what they are doing there. They, like, were just getting back from going grocery shopping or something like that. She bumps into them, and it's like, oh, hi, nice, sorry, sorry about that, and then she leaves. And I don't think we see, we see the mechanic later, but I don't think we see the other two people. So she leaves. And then cut to the girls. They get to the house. They're like, no phones, girls. This is girls' week. No phones, right? So they all put their phones in, right? Which, on one hand, it would make sense for a horror movie to find a way to make it so people don't have access to their cell phones to call for help, right? So, okay, yeah, them getting all their phones, collecting them so they can't use it on their girls' trip makes sense. But... The phones are just in a pile over there. And at any point, they could just go to the pile over there and turn their phone on and contact whoever they want, which they don't. One girl goes and gets her phone, and and I forget what she uses her phone for, but never try and call for help. Then there's this other woman. I assumed this other woman was part of their group. I don't know if she is. But there's this other woman on her own. She gets lost in the woods. She's just walking through the woods randomly. And in the distance, she sees Pooh. This giant hillbilly dude with a, a crazy Pooh head. And he chases, he like runs, which is scary. Listen, you, you see, you see a, a normal person in the woods and they start sprinting at you. It's scary. Now make that dude like 306, you know, over six foot, 300 pounds with a poo head on him. Get out of here. So he catches her, right? Catches her in like some garage somewhere. Rips her shirt off, right? So we get tits. The only tits in the movie. So there's not a lot of nudity. In the, despite the fact there's a lot of attractive women. Tears her shirt off. Then bashes her head into this piece of equipment. And then feeds her into a wood chipper. Very brutal kill. Probably the only good kill in this movie. There's a little fight scene at the very end that's uh, decent, but like, this is it. I'm like, at least watching this, it's like, okay. At this point, I think Christopher Robin's dead. 
Uh, his fiance is dead, so I'm like, okay, cool. Now it's just moving on to this generic group of girls in a house in the woods. Okay, fine, whatever. At least maybe we're going to get some good kills. Maybe there's going to be some free the nipple, right? So at least like there's something that I can look forward to in this movie. You see like the attempts to give these characters, these women, any kind of character is is kind of sad. There's two of them that are in a relationship. One of them puts had it arranged for somebody to lay out rose petals in the shape of a heart on the bed for when they arrive. And the other girl is thinking she's moving a little bit too fast, right? That's all we know about those girls. Then you have this other girl telling this story about this guy who stalked her. Stalking her, got a, I don't know, eventually breaks into her house while she's sleeping, tries to undress her. And we're like, as she's telling this story, we're, we're seeing the, the the thing play out very weird and creepy obviously the reactions from the friends are very strange and the way they show it is very strange but clearly trying to make you care about these characters in any way maybe that stalker comes back no doesn't have anything to do with the story but we're going to take five minutes so she can tell this story to her friends for some reason Right. But clearly they're just there to be killed. Let's take a quick break from the show. Listeners, are you ready to take your experience with the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Dive into Inspired Disorder Plus for just five dollars a month. You unlock a world of premium content that's sure to satisfy your every entertainment and artistic craving. Imagine enjoying the Ray Taylor show a full week completely ad free in both audio and video formats. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Get exclusive access to the live painting archives. Be the first to lay eyes on new releases from the many faces. And enjoy members-only discounts and deals that'll have you coming back for more. With a treasure trove that includes a podcast back catalog boasting 14 unique shows and over 600 episodes. Personal insights through my own personal blog, creative writings to spark your imagination, and an interactive Ask Me Anything section. Inspired Disorder Plus is a feast for the curious mind. Ready to elevate your entertainment game? Head on over to inspireddisorder.com plus and become a member of an exclusive club. Dive in, indulge, and inspire your senses. Now let's get back to the show. So we cut back to Pooh. Riding a stationary bike for some reason. Maybe it's to turn the lights on because it cut to him riding the the stationary bike and then you see lights turning on, but I don't know. They didn't really really put that much connections of those two things. It just kind of seems like he was riding a stationary bike. Uh, you see skeletons from all their victims, right, for the food that they're getting. And you also see that Christopher is still alive. He's, you know, strung up, tied up, and he's still begging Pooh to forgive him. 
Pooh! I'm sorry, Pooh! He's got his hands tied up. I'm sorry, Pooh! Please forgive me, Pooh! I didn't mean to leave you, Pooh! I love you, Pooh! All chained up. And then you have, like, this weird montage of memories of Pooh. These memories Pooh has of Christopher Robin as a little kid. And it's these slow-motion, soft-focus, kind of romantically filmed shots of this kid like looking gazing at what we're supposed to think is poo telling him how much he loves poo and he will never leave him and there's probably like 10 different shots of this young kid there's so many shots all they needed was one but he's going through like so many different memories of times where in slow motion, soft focus, this childhood Christopher Robin looks up at Pooh. I love you, Pooh. I'll never leave you. Right? It is just a strange amount. Different shots. Makes Pooh cry. And then he starts destroying stuff because he's angry. Because Christopher Robin lied to him. Then he pulls out what looks like a ponytail of hair that was cut off of somebody. It looks like just a long piece of not even braided hair, just a piece of long hair, like probably, you know, four feet long with a couple little ties in it going up. But hair, just hair, flowy hair. And he starts to whip Christopher Robin with his hair, leaving gash marks in his back, right? Pooh is using this wispy ponytail, and Christopher Robin, right, looks like Passion of the Christ. Like, maybe it's Eeyore's tail, I don't know, but there's no way that that piece of hair is going to be doing that to Christopher Robin's back. And then for some reason, he showers them with blood. He turns a knob, and of course they have blood hooked up to the shower system in the poo house that just happens to be above Christopher Robin, showering him in blood. I don't know. Why not? Everything just seems so random. Like, nothing makes sense at all. Like, nobody took two seconds to think about any of this stuff. It is, it is just mind-blowing. Then there's these scenes with this one actress that I have to assume the director loves and casts her in this role. Maybe they're going out. Maybe she said she would date him if she put him in a, if she, if he, he put her in a movie, right? Because there are these multiple ridiculous nonsense scenes some of which take forever with this woman right alone right nobody else in these shots all of the friends that are supposed to be in this house somehow she finds herself alone all the time right a lot of time spent very wearing very little right she's either wearing lingerie or a bikini which nothing wrong with that human body's beautiful she's got a great one right one of the shots is her 
in lingerie, putting on makeup, and dancing by herself. Okay. The longest is the one hot tub shot, right? She's in the hot tub by herself. I don't know where all these other women are at. None of them seem to want to join her in the hot tub. She's got a bottle of, you know, champagne open, whatever. She's in the hot tub. Just this long scene of nothing happening except for her hanging out in the hot tub. Her taking slowly, almost real time, her taking multiple selfies. Multiple selfies, right? And then when she's done taking the selfies, then we get to watch her look through the selfies now of course what we know is going to happen there's going to be something in the background of one of her selfies and of course she gets to it she's like what the heck what the heck there's somebody behind me she gets up out of the hot tub and just casually kind of looks around a little bit it's like is there anybody there is there anybody there and then what does she do She doesn't go in, tell her friends, hey, I saw something crazy. Help me look for this thing. She didn't really put much effort into actually looking for anything. What she does after casually kind of like, hey, is anybody there? She just goes back into the hot tub, lays back down, reclines back in the hot tub, and closes her eyes just floating in the hot tub. It, it it's like wh- like you saw something you have a photo of a person you mildly checked the person probably hiding you have a photo it's not like i thought i saw somebody it's like i have in this one of 10 selfies that i took is a poo head guy although it could have been piglet it doesn't matter guy with weird head even if it's blurry dark out of focus whatever what are you gonna do i'm gonna go in the back to the hot tub and i'm gonna close my eyes so of course what happens is poo walks up and piglet walks up slowly and piglet always very slow we know poo can run but piglet always very slow And they put a rag on her face, and she passes out. Okay, cut to her, hogtied, right, on the driveway, in front of a car, this revving car. Pooh is behind the wheel of this car. This woman hogtied, face to the ground. You have Piglet walking up, slowly, dragging this sledgehammer as he does. Walks up to her, right? You think, oh, he's going to bash her head in or something. And then Pooh's going to drive the getaway car. I don't know what Pooh's doing there yet, of course. So he drags this sledgehammer up to this woman that's hogtied on the the driveway. And then he just stands there next to her as we see Pooh, in the slowest way possible, driving the car over her head. Like, not even pushing his foot on the gas Just like letting go, you know, when you're in an automatic car, you let go of the brake and the car just kind of rolls forward on its own. That's how fast this car was going as it rolled over this girl's head. And, of course, there's this, like, not the greatest practical effects. 
whatever. Piglet laughs as he's standing right there. Or whatever Piglet noise makes. Then there's another slow, stupid kill. Right? Indoor pool. Piglet's inside. Woman gets pushed into pool or jumps into pool, whatever, trying to get away. This is not a deep pool. She's literally kind of standing and just kind of bouncing up and down trying to get to the other end of the pool. Right? Not swimming away. Not getting out of the pool. Especially when Piglet gets into the pool. Right? She's in the pool. Piglet gets into the pool with his sledgehammer. And Piglet, because he's slow, walking slowly through the water. Also swinging the sledgehammer at water. And she's there, no, no, just kind of bouncing towards the other end of the pool. Not swimming, not getting out of the pool. Like, why wouldn't you just hop out of the pool? You see how slow Piglet moves? Piglet's not hopping out of anything. But she doesn't want to get out of the pool. She just tried to get over to the other side of the pool. Which she doesn't get to before Piglet walks close enough to her where the sledgehammer actually hits her. It is like the slowest and then that that kill is like just shitty cg it is you know it is like so bad so slow the least the least interesting way you can kill somebody in water like the water was there to slow her down so she can get hit in the head with a, a sledgehammer because she couldn't get out of the pool i don't know it was just like it is like there is so little thought put into this movie one girl gets tied up then hit a bunch by poo and like the way poo it's like poo does this slapping thing first off his hands look like rubber and he does this like slapping thing but it's like amazing the damage his slaps can do and it's like this scene where he's like, it's supposed to be Pooh eating honey, but it's just the actor putting honey on the face, this, this face mask. Not trying to get it into the mouth at all, just like just putting it against his face. It is, oh, it's close up. Like they don't, it's not like it's far away and I just noticed. It is like, look how bad. They're showing off how badly even the acting is. Like, do, do you not understand how to eat honey? It goes in a mouth. Why don't you try at least to get it in that hole? So, three remaining girls find Christopher Robin and untie him. And they hear some other random girl who's tied up and bloody. They go find her, all tied up, like hands spread, rope around her neck, right? Chains to her hand, rope around her neck. They find her tied up, and they decide to have a conversation with this woman. Not just untying her right away, and maybe we can talk later. Oh, let's get some exposition going on. And somehow this woman knows the names of these characters and describes basically what we saw in the prologue of this movie 
it's right she's like they're human animal hybrids she says that she hears them talking which doesn't make sense because they vowed to no longer speak and they haven't said anything the entire movie yet she has heard them speak then after this kind of conversation this useless exposition they effortlessly untire took two seconds let's take a short break from this episode hey loyal listeners of the ray taylor show you know it's one thing to tune in and engage with the content i passionately create for you but what if i told you there's a way to wear your fandom introducing our exclusive line of merchandise inspired directly by the vibes and visuals of this very podcast from stylish t-shirts that'll make you stand out in the crowd to our eco-friendly biodegradable phone cases adorned with artwork inspired by the show you can now carry a piece of the ray taylor show wherever you go whether you're looking to make a fashion statement protect your phone with some flair or simply want to show off your love for the show our merchandise has got you covered ready to rock our gear head on over to inspireddisorder.com and get yours today wear the show be the vibe now let's get back to the show and after they get her for some reason they go back to the poo house not sure why not trying to run away they go back to where the danger is where she sees a reflection of herself right and cries because her face is all beat up right and then she takes a gun which by the way one of these girls had a gun the whole time so she takes this gun from one of the girls no argument she just takes it this gigantic revolver and she sets off because she wants to kill Pooh for making her look ugly so she goes to kind of the main area where the fire pit is in the poo compound the poo house area where the camp with all the poo and piglet live and there's this like fire pit so she goes to that area and she calls for them to come out right and then fires a random shot this is a revolver not a whole lot of bullets available and she thinks firing a shot showing them that she has a gun with bullets in it is something that's going to entice these monsters out from their hiding spots but of course piglet does come out because this movie is written by morons and they kind of circle the fire pit on opposite sides before she fights not even pointing the gun at piglet so she finally points the gun at piglet and of course either the gun's out of bullets or it just stops firing but it doesn't work of course and of course Pooh right behind her and does this thing where he just the vulcan death grip but just it looks just like Pooh touched her shoulder and then she fell down she collapses so then he, she collapses he stands on her arms and pours honey on her face piglet comes over and eats her face off but we don't really see it it's just i don't know the way everything is filmed is, is bad as well meanwhile the other three girls are just watching all of this so Pooh sees them two of the girls run off another one stays so as Pooh's chasing the two of them the one that stayed finds the sledgehammer and uses it to knock out piglet 
right? And Pooh could run, as we saw earlier. Piglet always moves slow. Piglet's not moving much now. So Pooh catches up to these girls who grab a torch to kind of keep them back. They're in like this little hallway area. And she's keeping them back for like two seconds. Torch goes out and they start to run again. Pooh starts chasing again. Cut to that other girl who has already tied up Piglet in the same place that that girl was with all the exposition. His arms are out. He's got a rope around his neck. And she's like punching him in his face talking shit. Which is kind of funny. Then she hits him with a sledgehammer killing him. Pooh shows up and puts a machete through her face. Kind of like Halloween style. Puts a machete through her mouth, pinning her to the wall. So, of course, as happens in this movie, the two girls that were once running away from Pooh wanted to go watch him kill her. So the two girls are there watching Pooh kill this other girl. Because who runs away in this movie? So after he kills her, their friends, he starts chasing them again. Now, as he's running after them, he's swinging the hammer just while running. Nowhere near them. It's not like he's almost missing him. He's just like, rah, rah, as he's running towards them. Maybe trying to pay homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but not, not effectively. So the girls see a car on the road. And in the car is one of the dudes in the car is from the mechanic shop. And then he's got three friends that are completely different people. And they get out. They see Pooh. They get out. They have their weapons. Right? One's got a crowbar. Another guy's got a sledgehammer. Guy's got a bat. Another guy's got a bottle. And they're beating Pooh up with all these things. But once Pooh gets hit in the head with the bottle, that's when Pooh starts to fight back. And he does his slap maneuvers. Right? Slaps one dude in the face. Dude's face comes off. Half of his face comes off. He runs out of the car, scares the girls. Then Pooh slaps a guy's hand. Hand falls off. Guy falls to the ground. Pooh stomps on his head, crushing his head. Pooh slaps another guy, slices his throat. Then, out of nowhere, there was one scene that showed bees. But out of nowhere, Pooh does this thing where he just kind of waves his hand and a swarm of bees comes from nowhere and kills a guy who's trying to run away right you want to talk about something cool that would have could have been used uh every time just out of nowhere Pooh's got these magical bees so guys all dead girls in the car they start to drive off. They try to hit Pooh, try to run over Pooh. But, of course, Pooh ends up in the back of the truck. And there's this moment where she slams on the brakes, and the brakes of this truck are better than any brakes ever. Slamming on the brakes of this truck literally have the effect of running into a brick wall because she slams on the brakes, middle of the road, didn't run into anything, slammed on the brakes, cut to her head pulling her head off of the steering wheel all bloody that's how good these brakes are on a dirt road by the way and of course Pooh pulls her friend out tears her head off shows her the head she's crazy Pooh comes over takes her out of the car and for some reason takes her to the hood of the car to like the front headlight so now Pooh's kind of standing like by the bumper 
and then she's kind of over by the tire. Her head is by the headlight, and this is the place where Pooh decides he wants to stab her. But right before he does stab her, out of nowhere, another car being driven by Christopher Robin slams into Pooh. Now, why was Pooh standing there? So that he could get sandwiched between the two cars, and the girl, who was off to the side, can just not be hit by the car, right? It's just logistically, to make that whole sequence make sense, Pooh had to get her right there. So, Pooh smashed between both cars seemingly survive right no Pooh wakes up kind of pushes one of the cars away pretty effortlessly uh as he's walking away the other car explodes and then again christopher robin begging Pooh, Pooh, please Pooh, take me take me Pooh. don't kill her i'm sorry Pooh. i should have never left you i'm so sorry and then we finally get one line from Pooh, which i had to rewind and turn on subtitles because you can barely hear it and all Pooh says in this entire movie you left and then he cuts the girl's throat and then christopher robin as all the characters in this movie when shit's going down what do we do let's not run let's stay and watch so christopher robin stays to watch Pooh, who decides to stab this girl that he just killed in the head over and over and over and over and over and Christopher Robin is just watching it because it's not his time to run yet and then he runs away and that's how it ends this movie this movie the premise interesting go dark okay they vowed to never speak again all they had to do was make the cool the the kills cool interesting think a little bit be creative on some level find ways to use honey to kill people find ways to use bees to kill people find ways whatever pigs do The writing is garbage. The kill scenes were mostly not very interesting. <sighs> there are only two of the creatures out of all of them. Didn't mention what happened to the other ones. These magical bees would have been cool. They used it more than once. And like I said, if they used honey for anything, of course, Pooh's thing is honey, by the way, is a food source. Honey's a food source and clearly had the honey. So maybe didn't need to kill people, but whatever. That's part of the bad writing. Not a whole lot of thought going into it. A bunch of characters out of nowhere. Didn't care for them. Didn't care about them. Whatever. Right? You had one girl's story. I don't even know at which time. I don't know if she was the one that lasted to the end. Probably. It was supposed to be like some side some fake out like oh she's the final girl no it's christopher robbins the final girl you have one girl that the director loves and has so much screen time doing mostly nothing except for being hot Pooh's house kind of cool seemed like a theme park what they should have done super simple easy way to get all these people have christopher robin on holiday with his fiance 
and a group of their friends going college, graduated, we're celebrating. Come on, friends, let's all go. I rented this Airbnb. It's right next to where I used to live. All of these stories I told you don't believe me. I'm going to I'm going to show you, right? And it's them and it's him trying to and you can have a lot of these like fun back and forth between all the characters. We get to know all of these characters. They're razzing, they're razzing Christopher Robbins like, "Yeah, right. You talk to animals, right? You probably just eaten some some magic mushrooms in the forest or whatever right get to know them little fun banter whatever whatever but also explains why there's a group of people that are going to be slowly killed by Pooh and piglet and at least we would have gotten to know some of the characters could have given Pooh and piglet some personality something something you could have had them talk in private like you hear them talk back and forth or, or communicate in any kind of way and like the easiest thing is like at least make the kills interesting i mean even if you just copy kills from other movies you have movies like final destination super creative kills maybe do some how many slasher movies exist and they they did the the michael myers one but then all the other ones are just really dumb really dumb so that was the movie i regret watching it but i hope you enjoyed this hope you enjoyed me eviscerating this movie talking shit thank you for tuning in to the ray taylor show i hope you enjoyed my thoughts on winnie the pooh blood and honey don't forget to tune in every monday wednesday and friday for more movie and tv show reviews and join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on youtube.com slash inspired disorder where all these episodes are available in video form until next time you left subscribe to the ray taylor show on youtube and everywhere podcasts are found Binge the full week ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.